0: Hello, everybody. My name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today, we're going to be talking about Tim Keller and revisiting a subject where Evangelical Dark Web definitely stood out among the other uh, Christian news outlets, and that is branch-covidianism. And we correctly diagnosed early on in 2020 that the hysteria surrounding the so-called, you know, the coronavirus was a religious hysteria, it was not actually fear, it was self righteousness driving people, it was a false religion driving people, and that false religion became the largest religion in the country, if not the world, overnight. And several supposedly Christian churches participated. If did I say several, I meant most, if not most, churches in the United States participated in the Branch covidian cult. And that's a sad reality of the world we live in. However, uh, Tim Keller has taken some butthurt on how his church was reported to have participated in one of the more egregious offenses. It was one of the largest churches to impose a medical apartheid in 2021. So we're going to talk about Tim Keller trying to gaslight you like much of Big Eva, has tried to gaslight you on this issue. So we're going to talk about that. But first, I want to let you know, Evangelical Dark Web is a Christian news gathering and commentary ministry. Uh, we didn't fall for the Branch Comedian scam. We didn't fall for the Ukraine scam or any other scams because we have discernment. This is Christian News with discernment. And the least you can do to support us is like the video because that really helps with the YouTube algorithms. And subscribe to the channel if you are new. Uh, You'll definitely want to check out, uh, we have an article on Rosaria Butterfield, which is a bonus that won't, you know, be a video or podcast that you'll want to check out. Uh, She uh, repents for using preferred pronouns and calls out Mark Yarhouse and Press and Sprinkle, which is very interesting to me. And it's very, you know, pretty positive development in Big Eva. So you love to see that. But the story we're going to be talking about here is Tim Keller and his defense of how his church imposed vaccine apartheid. Tim Keller is one of the most influential pastors in the United States, if not also the world, to the church's detriment. He is, you know, has been a plague on the church. He's been woke the whole time. He's in, you know, one of the big names behind BioLogos, a an organization trying to impose a liberal interpretation of Genesis. And he's always been theologically liberal. Because if you're a theistic evolutionist, you're theologically liberal. That's just how it is. You're, you're already straight outside the bounds of theological conservatism. So, Tim Keller is woke. That's, he's always been woke. He's always been a proponent of social justice. Social justice has always been a politically charged term. So, that's who Tim Keller is. And his, this is what his legacy is. It's a bad legacy. And his church is a reflection of his bad legacy. So Redeemer Presbyterian Church was once the model church uh, in the city. Let's let's read uh, Tim Keller's tweet. Uh, Falsehoods never die on the Internet, no matter how many times disproved. Exclamation point. I've, I never segregated, vaccinated and unvaccinated in my church. I retired from Redeemer in 2017 and Redeemer churches that had restrictions do, do not own their buildings. They were imposed by landlords. So we're going to talk about this, but I do want to, uh, let's just do a quick recap. I did a video on this at the time. So my coverage is pretty well documented on this at the time, uh, Tim Keller's gaslighting that's for that that is absolutely certain and there were three major churches in the United States and I mean like not your local liberal church three evangelical mega churches that imposed medical apartheid in this country and those churches are Rick Warren Saddleback Church JD Greers Summit Church had a select location and Redeemer Presbyterian Church Uh, East side specifically. Uh, This is the church where Tim Keller famously preached. And they had perhaps the most brazen Branch Cavitian apartheid in the entire country. As far as megachurches are concerned. Let's actually read what the policy was. Um, This is an archive version because they deleted the page. So we're so this is what it re- says. We're so glad you're interested in worshiping in, with us in person. Redeemer East Side continues to revise and update in-person worship protocols based on recent federal and state guidelines and in collaboration with our host Temple Israel. Here's our latest protocol implemented beginning Monday, February 14th. We will continue to live stream on our YouTube channel. As of February 10th, Per New York State mandate, statewide indoor business mask mandate has been lifted. Individuals who are fully jabbed, uh, two weeks have elapsed since your final dose or single shot dose, are welcome to sit on the main floor of the sanctuary without mask and without social distancing. Children who are not yet vaccinated may accompany and be seated with their fully vaccinated parent. Individuals who desire to continue to socially distance and or who are not fully vaccinated are welcome to sit in the balcony where there is more space to accommodate social distancing. Hand sanitizer for use throughout the is, is available for use throughout the building. A cry room for families with younger children is available on the fifth floor. See our calendar to learn more about upcoming events and be together page and the be together page for fellowship opportunities. And yeah, so this isn't a biblical policy. This is a pretty horrendous policy. Uh, let me read what it says here. There's a little bit more that used to be on there. They had a thing about a coffee hour, uh, a cry. Uh, there's a little bit more information provided. There was a we will be using self-reporting honor system during pre-register registration process to indicate fully vaccinated status. So the page that I just read was the archived version, but it was the most recent archived version. It was not, it had been updated after we wrote this article uh, at Evangelical Dark Web. That's it was updated last year I believe before it was taken down. So we wrote this article in October 2021. Uh, The article was updated and it still had a vaccine apartheid despite its update. So, what? where's the fake news, Tim Keller? Where's the fake news? What was disproven? Because I can point to Evangelical Dark Web's article right here. Uh, this has not been updated, by the way. Because I don't need to update it, because what we... And there's a YouTube video which can't be updated. But we reported at the time that it wasn't Tim Keller who implemented this decision, it was his church that implemented this decision. And here's the first three, par- first three sentences of this article. Redeemer Presbyterian Church has been one of the model churches for functioning in a large city. Tim Keller has been famous for marrying the gospel to the city. Though he is retired from leading his church, his- this influence still stands. That's what we reported. We reported he was retired at the time. So let's move on to his second claim. He never segregated. Uh, You know, he he's basically saying I didn't do it. And cool, we never said that you did it. Part of what made this story newsworthy is the ties to Tim Keller. The fact that this was Tim Keller's church was enough uh, to be salacious, or you know, you didn't need to make it extra sensationalized by not recognizing the nuance that Tim Keller had retired. That's called fake news. You don't need to do that. The story was sensational enough. You don't need to embellish or lie. So he never did it. Okay, we never reported that he did. Redeemer churches that had restrictions do not own their buildings. They were imposed by landlords. That's called just following orders. That's unbiblical. There is no justification for that before a holy God. It was just following orders when churches imposed mask mandates. It was just following orders when churches locked down. It's just following orders when churches imposed capacity limitations and social distancing protocols. For It, it was just following orders. Not an excuse for unbiblical and abhorrent Policies implemented by a church to keep people from worshiping God and partaking in the sacraments. This is abominable. Tim Keller, again, he's a false teacher. And you can read all about why I think he's a false teacher at evangelicaldarkweb.org. Um... And we tend to believe that most of the other outlets who reported on the story also recognize the nuance that Tim Keller had retired. Tim Keller is angry that he was wrongfully blamed, despite the fact that he cultivated the ch- a church environment that would install stall such an abominable practice. Additionally, King Keller justifies his actions by blaming their landlords. And again, this is just following, following orders. JD's Greer's church had the same situation going on. And we pointed this out at J.D. Greer's Summit Church, and we had, we had the same issue with this. The policy wasn't any less excusable then, nor is Keller's excuse justified. Now, it was reported accurately at the time and has, hasn't been disproven once. His church committed and participated in evil. Tim Keller is gaslighting because Tim Keller is a false teacher. This is who Tim Keller is. This is who Tim Keller wants us to see him as in his final years because he's not going to live forever. Uh, we know that. And Tim Keller is who we think he is. He is a false teacher. So, uh, and false teachers gaslight, they don't like to be called out. And Tim Keller has been called out a lot in the last two years. And you love to see that. So, we're going to continue calling him out. Uh, and hopefully you subscribe. Let me know what you think about what I think in the comments section below, and we will catch you on the next one. Have a blessed day.